Hi, and welcome to Cage Off, a podcast where we decide the cagiest of all Nick Cage movies. Today, we are discussing Leaving Las Vegas. Will it defeat our previous contender, Color Out of Space, and take the top spot to become Cage of the Hill? Two cages enter, but only one cage can win. The Cage Off. Today I'm joined, as always, by Rakan. Hello. And you are. Yo. So Rakan, today, tell us a little bit about Leaving Las Vegas. Right. Leaving Las Vegas is a movie where... Nick Cage plays a very, very alcoholic character, Ben. And he goes to Las Vegas to drink himself to death. Our character, Ben, is used to be a family man, and he worked for some Hollywood company earlier in his life. But we don't know what what's happened before in his life that made him into a depressed alcoholic. As he goes on, he finds a uh, lovely prostitute that he meets, Sarah with an E. And they somehow decide to uh, become friends and hang out and enjoy the time where he's going to drink himself to death. And as they go on, different things happen. And that's, uh, I would say, the movie uh, is about. Do, do you think I'm I may right. give an accurate representation? Yeah, of it, I mean, or? like, it's, it's, it's about their love affair as he is slowly killing himself, I guess. Mm. And their very strange love for each other yeah yeah would you say this is a comedy movie or a uh, drama i i would say it's a drama right with some funny bits the, the, no the, 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 i i don't for me there were no jokes in this movie at all uh it's just a very dark drama that is it's it's a uh, it's a it's a serious portrayal of um, addiction and abuse, or it tries to be anyway, uh, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't know. I feel like like uh, Cage's performance was funny. Like when the waitress shows up and he does like the weird vampire. Oh, she's here, and like he he does things that are yeah, jokey. But, uh, yeah, but uh, like in like a drunk person trying to be funny, but it's absolutely not funny sort of way. <laughs> Okay. Right, like it's just annoying, um, sometimes creepy, uh, sometimes um, threatening, even though they don't necessarily intend to be. Right, like it's it's Mm -hmm. because that's that's what some alcoholics do. Yeah, they're trying to be nice or endearing, and they come off as really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And and they just don't care, and they have no limits. Okay, so what did you guys think of Nicolas Cage's performance? Nicolas Cage's Oscar-winning performance in this film. Oh, well, I had no idea. So, you are. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, I I, I really enjoyed it, and I think he played, overall, he played a convincing drunk. Um, Slight tendencies towards overacting, but, like, not like Jim Carrey sort of overacting. Um, 
Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's not every day that you get to see Nicolas Cage be drunk for like an hour and a half. <laughs> okay, two hours, but sure. He's never sober at any point in the entire film. So. All right, all right, but I, I was thinking that maybe it's not on screen for the for yeah, two a, hours. Yeah, there's a few, so. few moments where it goes to the other character. Yeah. Yeah, which, which I found like, oh wait, this is not Nicolas Cage movie. It's it's now with the the Sarah character. Okay. Mm. Like, when are we going back to Nick Cage? But this is great. I don't mind this. And so, Rakan, you had a, a similar feelings? I thought it was fantastic. Like, every second he was on the screen, I, I think it was gold. Um, as, as you said, he's drunk the entire time. And uh, I think he plays, like, really well. It's, it, it, like, I think he, his, I couldn't imagine anyone else acting in that role besides Nicolas Cage. Because he could be like both stumbling and clumsy at the date, dropping things, and then like super smooth with the lighter of the matches and the cigarette at this, like literally at the same time. And you know, uh, it, it, they, 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 it feels like they really managed to dig a lot of a lot of gold out of the Nick Cage mine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they kept bringing us like large loads of gold, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, give me more. And they're like, yeah, there's more. Just, just they wait, man. They hit a cage vein. Yeah. And they were mining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and you had different stages of cage drunk where, you know, like he's singing and then and then he's really over somebody and you could t- like you could smell his breath off the screen. Mm. <laughs> you know how characters are like, oh my god, get away from me. And you could literally be like, oh, he's that drunk person breath. And, 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 and like I said earlier, like uh, annoying drunk as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you could see him going Doing through Doing inappropriate all of that. things. Yeah, no totally. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect for me. Uh, and I was just really happy the entire time when he was on the screen. I was like, yeah, he's, he's playing it so great. It's amazing. It's perfect. But yeah, Aaron, what were you going to say? Well, I'm, I'm really ambivalent about it because on one hand, I agree. I think it was very good and it... Deserves his Oscar, though I don't know what else was out there yet. But mm. I will say he deserves his Oscar. Um, on the other hand, uh, I kind of hated every moment that he was on screen. Oh, okay. Um, and I did not find his performance enjoyable at all. And it's not that it was like quote unquote too real or anything. I guess I just I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like his he his character, so it was it wasn't his fault. I think it was more the writing of the film. His character was not someone I really gave two shits about on any level, and I felt like I was meant to want to empathize with him, mm. and I didn't. And so I was just like, I don't care. Just I don't want him on the screen. And Nick Cage was not enough to overcome that. I couldn't just sit back and relax and be like, okay, I'm just watching Nick Cage be Nick Cage. Okay. There was nothing else to hang that on, but at the same time, like I said, I think he did a great job, and he was really, really good in the role. I I just hated it. <laughs> was it was it from the beginning you didn't like him, or was there something that he did? Or yeah, it was, was... right from the start. I think I, I get why they did it, but I feel like they laid it on too thick at the start. Hmm. Well, what was the thing at the start that like he was just at he the was, office? Yeah. The whole the whole starting, but up until the credits roll, so it's like ten minutes in before they even run the mm. credits. Yeah, okay. Before he before he goes leaves, to Las Vegas. Yeah, before he uh, leaves Los Angeles. Okay. Um, 
yeah that uh that whole part of it i was just like no this is this is just it's 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 constant and it's it's annoying Mm -hmm. and he is just like so stereotypical okay um and so like extreme it's like if they can if they can put another pile of drunk cliche on this character they will do it in that first 10 minutes as much as they can and like drunk cliche in movies or drunk cliche in real life in both really i mean mostly in movie the movie cliches and so at the end of it i was kind of like yeah yeah. Was this movie like before the cliche started or like after? Or... I don't know. I mean, it's not that old. It's 94. 95. There's been drunk yeah. people in films beforehand. So Okay. I, I mean, I, I see like maybe I imagine a 95 audience were like, oh my God, this is so shocking. This is new to see somebody so drunk yeah. on screen. And I think maybe also, that's why he won an Oscar. Like, oh, it's so vulnerable. Part of the problem is I found Elizabeth Shue's character way more interesting mm-hmm. so you so, wanted to see more of her yeah i was kind of a bit annoyed whenever it didn't show her and then when the film basically became about her at the end spoiler mm-hmm. um when it pretty much shifts to becoming her film mm-hmm. i was kind of like oh okay i'm i'm in this now <laughs> i'm digging this <laughs> <film>. <laughs> yeah I, I was kind of surprised um uh, like you would see the scenes where she was talking to somebody like a therapist or something mm and then you wouldn't have that with Cage, but you but she would do that. Uh, and then she would talk about him, and that was, that's peppered in throughout the whole film. Yes, and and, and, and that's... why why is that? Why why don't we see Nick Cage talking to a therapist? Because <laughs> he doesn't want to. Is, he wants is to it die also because he's fucking dead. Because <laughs> he dies. No, but her her stuff isn't after the film because she says at one mm-hmm. point she says I went to see him last night. Yeah. So obviously it's happening during the film. It's not like an interview she has or a discussion she has with someone you know, after I, I, the event. It's, yeah. it's so weird because I was, I was thinking about that as I was watching the movie and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, but this doesn't make sense because everything else other than that comment seemed to be after the fact. I mean, like, way it after the fact. It felt like an after the fact, mm. like, a, like a coda you put on the end of a film, even though it is sprinkled through, but it's like it's a a narrative device that kind of holds it together mm. sort of mm. thing like you cut away to the guy talking to his therapist yeah. that's really commonly it's a real common trope in film mm-hmm. um but yeah but uh, but that statement very much grounded it in the events of the film and she yeah. never at any point in the film said oh i have to go meet someone because uh, she works at night yeah spent the days with him maybe he was sleeping all morning so she would just go out in the mornings to see this therapist or maybe you know it wasn't it wasn't very clear yeah it's just like you know and it wasn't even clear who it is it could have just been the mirror i don't (laughs) (laughs) yeah it could have been the wall (laughs) she just talks to the wall end of the day we've shifted away is that is that is that what yuri heard like her talking to herself (laughs) in the other room (laughs) about him because that's what she does. Talk yeah, to okay. Yeah. Stick with. a pin in Yuri because I want to talk about him. But let's come back to Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say uh, about his performance specifically? Like, were there bits in it that you liked? Mm. I reckon. Yeah. Um, I, I got like flashes of interview with the... Was it a vampire one? Not interview with vampire. The one where he plays a vampire. Or he, oh, a I haven't seen that one yet. But... 
Yeah, and um, so it's got, it's got that weird cage in there, and it's got like different things I like about Nicolas Cage. So I was really happy, uh, like I said, the entire time. And I, I, I think, like like I said earlier, he's perfect for this film. And uh, I can't disagree with that. He is, he is pretty much the perfect casting for this role. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, it's. He yeah. can let loose and not upset the film. Yeah, and at the same time, I feel like he can be up and down instantly at the same time, like a quantum state, quantum of cage. cage, quantum cage. <laughs> and that was like several times, or or he would just flip as well. Like he was like really happy and drunk when they're gambling, and then table flip, like, anger, yeah, literal dragging the table on the ground, and people falling over. Yeah. I think he like his performance was like perfect. He does uh, have a lot of adventures with tables. Yeah, because he falls on that table, <laughs> yeah. cuts himself up, drags the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess uh, he, he does have a lot of adventures, but yeah. I, and the other thing was when he was on the bar as well, and he's like being a character of a person, you know, this chivalrous guy, or as he as he calls it. When he's trying to pick up that woman at the start. Um, no, this this girl who was with her boyfriend. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she just uh, uh, gets him into an altercation with her boyfriend. Um, yeah, and he's just like, you know, uh, trying to have a drink. But yeah, it's it's weird and interesting. I, I really liked him in this film. Like, But what, what do you think, Johan, as well? like, do you, Are you with me or with, with Aaron Moore? Um... Well, okay, like, for Nick Cage's performance, it was good. It's mm-hmm. a good performance. But this movie was really painful, which meant that I did not enjoy his performance, right? And and so it's difficult for me to separate these things, like, because on the one... Like, I would never recommend this movie to anyone, ever. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to that, right? But because of that, it's hard for me to say, like, oh, like, like yes... On the one hand, yes, Nick Cage's performance was good, but like, did I enjoy it? No, because I hated the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna come up with a better answer than that. Oh, and another Quantum Cage I was remembering just now is when he gives the earrings to uh, Shu's character, uh, Sarah, yeah. and he's doing this, such a nice thing for her. Is like, this is so great. This is wonderful. You could wear one when you're out tonight. And then, you know, when somebody smothers you with a pillow <laughs> in your face while they're fucking you. And then she starts crying. So, like, like, from, like that, that's another thing I liked about his character. He would be, like, so nice and horrible, like, within seconds of each other. Yeah, and it's also like he doesn't realize that he's jealous, but he is obviously jealous of her yeah. sleeping with other men. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I don't care. But then, actually, I do care. Which mm-hmm. I will show in very weird and stupid ways, because right. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. So, so, so I think there were like bits of that, and and and, and he he's like the perfect person to do that. Like you know, it goes 180 instantly, and, and back again. So mm. I, I that's why I, th- I thought he was perfect for this role. I mean, yeah, like I, I agree with you also because. After he had said that, he just sat there, just yeah. <laughs> looking at her as if everything is fine. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to leave. 
as if yeah. that's also fine. Yeah. And none of it is fine, obviously. No. No. Okay, so now we're going to take a quick break and give you guys a little sampler of what Cage was up to in this film. Uh, and then we'll come back and give more general thoughts on the film as a whole. Cage in 60 seconds. You turn me on, Barump. You're not too tall, you're not too short, you're not too round, Barump. You're like a cat, the cat in the hat. <laughs> well, look at you, look at those eyes. Honest to God, those eyes, you're luminescent, baby. You are lu- what? What? Maybe I shouldn't breathe so much, Terry. Ha <laughs> ha! I wonder if you'll take $250 uh, to fuck me. What? 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 No! Now, fuck you, fuck! Fuck it! We mustn't kick the bar, we lean into the bar. Just lean into the railing. Because it's not Vino Veritas, it's N Vino Veritas. Who the fuck are you talking to? Little brown nosed gnomes with a slingshot. Sexy, sexy. I, I was gonna buy you just one, but I didn't think it would fly. <laughs> <coughs> Nurse! <coughs> As a gift, I mean. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that truly was a moving performance. It was a great performance. I, I loved every time he was on the screen, as we have seen just now in the Cage on 60 Seconds clips. <laughs> yes, truly some excellent scenes from Nicolas Cage. Yeah, so, they, were, uh, they were great. They the could movie, only be, the be delivered that way by Nick Cage, the one and only... Yeah, uh, only he could pull off that, what we just listened to. Anyway, Rakan, yes. um, ignoring Nicolas Cage as much as you can, and I know oh, it's no. hard. That's um, so hard. Well, not ignoring him, but inc incorporating him into the film as a whole. Okay, I can do that. What, what did you think of the film as a whole? Oh, I actually liked it. Um, I, I think it was an interesting story. If, if, if you call that like somebody who just wants to go and kill himself but it was also interesting like thinking of like a writer writing a character who's kind of in the movie business who's kind of in the script department and how he is so smooth and, and awesome even while he's drunk that a prostitute will try to pick him up and, <laughs> and live with him because you know women I... are desperate and they want him because he's awesome I think you misinterpret a little bit of their dynamic there but oh okay I don't think she went with him because he was so suave. Oh, it's because he was so uh, down to earth? No. no, because he's damaged like she is. Yeah. That she okay. was basically looking for someone because she didn't want to be alone. I mean, she states this yeah. explicitly. She says that several times. And he's like... Very clearly. In her view initially anyway, he's just like super low, not necessarily low maintenance, but like he he's i don't have to worry about impressing this guy and he's not gonna he, he is what he appears to be right he's, like, he's he's an open book yeah so he's just gonna be here i need someone there that's it i don't think his suaveness mm, okay yeah really yeah. worked I, I think i guess she made somewhat of an impression on him but yeah it was more just through drunken persistence than mm -hmm. than anything else um, but anyway, sorry, I just uh, derailed you. Oh, that's okay. I, I asked to be derailed for clarification. 
But um, yeah, um, I, like the story was kind of interesting because you'd also follow her, and then you just like completely disconnect from Cage for like long moments of time, and then uh, I, one one thing I found kind of surprising was the the Yuri character. I thought he was gonna be like the final boss or like the main uh, conflict. Because maybe I expected that trope, like, oh, she's, you know, a prostitute and that's her pimp. And then Nick Cage has to, you know, prove his love to her. And he has to fight Yuri and then they have to get together. And then he's going to come back with some gangsters. I don't know why, but I thought that was going <laughs> to happen in this movie while he's drunk fighting up. Or, like, something happens with but, Yuri. Yeah, I, I thought I there would the be thing. more. Yeah. I really thought the setup was there for Yuri. But then he just... Early on, he gets, uh, I guess, whacked by the Russian mafia that we see earlier in the film. Yeah, uh, one thing that did sort of bug me about this film was apparently Las Vegas is tiny and there's like four people in the entire city. Yeah. Because he runs <laughs> into those dudes as he's driving. He meets everybody before he meets them. Yeah, then he runs into Yuri and he mm -hmm. runs into uh, Sarah very briefly. Just See, randomly. You know. And then if he needs to find her again, he just does. Yeah, because she'll be... Because yeah. what you need to know, Aaron, Las Vegas is just the strip. Apparently. It's just this one street, you see. And all, <laughs> and all the... And it's very tiny as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, the gambling casinos are huge, right? Right, right. But the, it's just one street. And then, you know, everything else is just... Uh, um, uh, like, one of these wooden uh, storefronts that they put in, in the, in the uh, Texas movies. And the, the prostitute he does pick up... Mm-hmm happens to be the one who seems to have some yeah. sort of rivalry with yeah. Sarah going on or at least they have there's something going on between them like they've seen each other yeah yeah like they know of, off each other so that was kind of a, a felt a bit um a bit much uh mm. but yeah getting back to Yuri I really was kind of disappointed because I uh, I like Julian Sands mm -hmm. quite a bit um, and I thought he was pretty good in this, like pretty ridiculous, but also pretty good in this. And um, yeah, and he just sort of quietly just gets offed. Like he's not, it's not even on camera. It's just she leaves and a bunch of thugs walk into the room, sort of past her and then into the room and then that's it. And it was like something like 10 minutes later where I just kind of realized, oh yeah, no, he's, he really is gone. Like there's no, he talked his way out of it and then he's gonna turn up again later. It's like, nope. He's, he's yeah. gone. But I was pl pleasantly surprised by that. I was like, oh, wow. I, that's uh, interesting. And, I, and it wasn't like a trope that, you know. All right. So on the one hand, yes, fine. It's not a trope, whatever. On the other hand, this movie was about nothing. Right? Like, that's, that's, that's my biggest issue. Like, I have no idea why I watched this movie. Because we told don't... you to. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. why you watched it. Okay. Okay. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but, but, um. I uh, why would anyone else watch this movie then? I guess that isn't obliged to for Oscars. Podcast. Uh, yeah, but it shouldn't have had one of those either, probably. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay, yeah. But you know, because, because here's the thing, right? Like, I don't care if the story is just about this guy drinking himself to death and then this prostitute that's lonely and that's it. Then I don't give a shit, right? Mm. That's the main reason why I, as I mentioned earlier, I fucking hated this movie. It was extremely unenjoyable. There's Ooh. no jokes. 
There's no nothing. It's all about making you feel bad for this addict and this prostitute that takes on an addict. And I understand that she's damaged and it's all like a tragic story and stuff, but I don't fucking care. Right? Mm. And this movie did not convince me to care either. It just expected me to care because it's a movie. And I don't. Right? Mm. The, the, like, so Nick Cage's character has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. At least not in this. Maybe he did before. But in this movie, he has no redeeming qualities. And he I has, cannot, for the life I'm gonna of me... I'm going to disagree with mm-hmm. you. He has one. Mm-hmm. He can make a plan and follow through. That's what he does. He says, I've come here to kill myself. And he dies at the end of the film. Okay, okay, so fine. So bang. Fine. But he's, anyway, got, like, he's got follow through in his th- planning. This is true, mm-hmm. but I still don't understand why she would, on the back of that, especially, honestly, take him in. Mm. right like and okay so like oh like i uh, i love you right like okay sure but fucking why (laughs) yeah i i admit that was really hard like i could understand if they were just using each other yeah well she does say that i'm I'm using but they both like profess their love and i could get him professing his love for her all the time because he's drunk Yeah. But, yeah, like he's drunk and also like she does all the things for him and expects yeah. apparently nothing in return, which again doesn't make any sense. It's like having a cat. You know, yeah, like she he... she wants to look after him, but yeah, it's, I, I, uh... I think it's great. Like you know, life is temporary. We all go through this journey, and then she's just gonna be with this guy for forty five days because you know she can love him for forty five days and then but he she, can die. She, she even but she falls didn't... in love with him is a problem. I think. <sighs> mm. I don't know. Like she, I think initially she goes him. into it thinking, okay, this is gonna be fun. It's fine. Right, okay, maybe. Okay, so like, so she she was like, okay, this is uh, for a predetermined amount of time. Yeah, roughly, you can feel right? happy and you know, fulfilled for a little bit of time. Like when you All get right, a pet, a you don't expect the pet to live with you until you die. Mm. Like you that's know the pet. Point. Yeah, unless you buy a parrot. The other thing I wanted <laughs> to say, by the way, about this movie is that it seems like this is the first time that she has a client that kind of just wants to talk, or at least mostly wants to talk. Right. And I I don't know about street street hookers, but I have read that it is very common to have some sort of girlfriend experience. Some of mm. them will have the girlfriend experience with the sex, and some of them will have it without. They just yeah. want to talk because they're fucking lonely, right? So you yeah. have lots of guys that they go and they purchase a woman not for sex, but for company without the sex, right? Mm. Not uncommon. But it seems like this is the first time this is happening to her. Like Maybe she it's seems rare so in Las surprised. Vegas. It might be. Right? In like, Las Vegas, I'm open I feel to like, that yeah, possibility, probably. but yeah. I, I'm just going to say, just from what I know, that I didn't buy it, right? Like, I feel like uh. it must happen sometimes, right? And it didn't seem like this was her first time hooking up with Especially people. Especially if she's targeting, like, uh, convention seekers. Yeah. Mm. Because they're not going to be... If she's trying oh. to convince middle-aged men yeah i didn't get to that to come that, sleep with weird. her yeah rather than just picking up randoms on the street who are looking for someone to bang yeah. then i think yeah yuan has a very good point that she's yeah. m- way more likely to find someone who's just like oh i'm kind of i'm just kind of bit lonely like i'm always on the road i'm always at these stupid conventions i just really want to talk to someone yeah so I feel yeah. My, I feel my like wife doesn't point. listen to me when I talk to her. Mm-hmm. Like he gets sex, yeah. but he doesn't have the you know companionship thing. Possibly. Yeah, well, I mean, I, there could be any number of things, but there's definitely will be an overlap of some people who just want to talk. 
So yeah, she she would probably be used to that. I actually did have a problem um, <clears throat> uh, personally. I think when uh, you guys uh, watch the beginning of the movie, like you have her character talk about how good of a prostitute she is and how much money she makes, right? Yeah. And then, so I I imagined her as like this high end. Everything is set. She doesn't need to go and look for desperate people at a convention and convince them to have sex with her. My impression was like she's got it all set. She just shows up. Yeah, like they they call a service and then the service will send her. Yeah, yeah, and that and... seemed to be the impression they made right at the start when mm. she was with Yuri initially. Mm. Yeah, and it was with Yuri and another girl. Was the girl the, the woman was a client? I think I so. Have no idea. I thought that's what I thought. Like she's so good. Like she's, women are paying for her. I, th- <laughs> I that that was but my then, impression. But then she moves to Las Vegas, and maybe she can't get that same sort of work. I don't. Hmm. Yeah, but then she she gets Yuri as a pimp again, and you. Yeah, but think... he's on the obviously on the run. So <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Fine. Uh, okay. Okay. Fine. Was she talking about how like the bad times were were, were before though in L.A. So. She I mean, that she, a few uh, times. But yeah, I mean, obviously she wanted to get away from the pimp and that that lifestyle so, of having a pimp, but she didn't seem to break away from being a hooker. Uh, so. so maybe maybe in LA it was crap with Yuri. Then it was good. She was talking about how good it was. And then Yuri came back into the picture. Now it's garbage again. That could fix it for me. And then she got a drunk guy and now everything is fine. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's still walking the streets and trying to convince people to sleep with her. Like she's ah, you're right. It's not. Is, is, is she still looking for another Nick Cage? Like she's just looking for that next guy that just wants to talk, so she can like. Oh, oh that's she's gonna adopt him for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like she's exactly. She's trying to get the same experience. <laughs> so he's like, she's just got a, a whole like train of dead drunks <laughs> for for like years back. She's yeah. just constantly and, shopping and for every, everyone. And every time like she goes and sees this person that listens to her and is like, Oh, things are finally looking up again. Yeah. I found <laughs> yeah, another yeah. drug. <laughs> that, that that could be it, yeah. That because no one's very honest, especially on a first date oh, with the, as a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was honest about her name at least. Yes, and, yes. With, and it's so apparently. surprising because she's never honest about her name. It doesn't yeah. happen in her mm-hmm. line of work. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say um, one of the reasons I, I was hoping we would talk about this movie is I thought it was gonna be a really bad movie, and uh, and it is. <laughs> I I and and I thought it was gonna <laughs> I agree with you guys. I was hoping that we we're all gonna like trash on it because it, it's like an Oscar-winning movie and it's got Nick Cage. So I thought it was gonna be this really silly like movie that doesn't deserve an Oscar, and somehow I'm the one thinking, oh wait, this is an excellent movie. <laughs> And I'm here defending it and how, what a good movie it is. But then, like, why why is it an excellent movie? I'm not sure I get it. Could you could you <sighs> run that by me again? Okay, my experience watching it, I felt it was good. So I I can tell you like 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 a ride was good. So I felt like uncomfortable when it was meant to feel uncomfortable, but I also right, laughed. So, okay, so you did enjoy your ride because I, I didn't. But yeah. Apparently, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film received an approval rating of 90% based on 52 oh. reviews. They're okay. Which is yeah. fucking crazy. I no, no. Yeah, I, I was I was think I was hoping we would go for these like reviews, make fun of them and and see why <laughs> they're wrong and talk about how people are wrong for liking this movie. 
but I'm the one now part of this weird audience that likes this movie. But, uh, but Aaron, I'm not sure uh, we've got in your view. I, I think I come in the middle. Um, I said to Kim while I was watching this that I... I... I'm trying to trying to think of the word. It wasn't it wasn't that I liked the film. I could I could understand why people liked it, mm. but I did not enjoy any moment of that. I hated the whole experience. I'm kind of glad I've seen it, but if there was a way I could have just like Matrix downloaded the experience oh. of having seen it instantly into my brain Instead of sitting there and not and have had to actually sit through it uh-huh. uh i would rather have taken that option because yeah i did i did not have any fun while watching this um I, it's, and it's, then it's yeah sorry yeah i was kind of trailing off there so mm. yeah uh it's i i i i don't get it because to me there are no redeeming qualities in this movie but other than like specifically the performances i guess like i didn't hate mm-hmm. elizabeth's performance i think like we talked about before nick's uh, performance is good yuri's performance was good um mm-hmm. i didn't mind any of the other minor side characters either but oh like, I, I love the, but uh... the the movie the, the movie has no redeeming qualities right like the story is so incredibly uninteresting mm. And uh, oh, um, a thing I, I disliked as well that that the director kept returning to were these um, uh, like slow motion shots. Oh except yeah, they that look this that is great, already yeah. shot yeah. with like 25, uh, 24 frames per second. And they slowed it which, down. Yeah, which means that we now get like eight frames, ten frames per second, <laughs> yeah. which just looks like ass. That that was a style I think in the nineties. People didn't want to use like slow mo cameras. <laughs> they just slowed down things manually in the edit room. I mean, it, cheaper it's pretty if bad else, yeah at that time especially but uh yeah it was t- terrible and that yeah. kept yeah, being like, a thing right yeah it's like oh now he's like in a drunken stupor so let me slow down time a bit and it's like no please <laughs> don't no stop doing it please <laughs> I, I i was looking at imdb and the movie's like ones and twos and nines and tens a lot mm. of people like either love it or hate it and then there was like one review was saying like they couldn't you couldn't pay them enough to watch this movie again and if you don't suffer from depression, then you will if you watch this movie. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Least enjoyable movie I've ever seen. And then you have people like, amazing cinematography, loving my senses, amazing, gritty performances. Oh, okay, but that's, that's yeah. good. That's good. Did you guys think that the cinematography was amazing or great or excellent or whatever? I, hmm. I really like the, the ones where... Uh, where it looks like it's uh, the camera's like like a third person like in the crowd you know watching them like the the gambling scene what do you think of that one Aaron the gambling scene where he flipped Which the one? table there's a bunch of yeah exactly oh the one where he flipped the table where it was like yeah. from security cameras point of view kind of yeah it was like on a higher yeah farther further away I mean that scene I kind of just liked because it was so ridiculous I mean I understand I kind of you have to divorce yourself from the from what's actually going on which is horrible mm. especially for sarah <laughs> versus the fact that nicholas cage is like screaming and dragging a table on the ground and just going off at this woman <laughs> for i didn't even i couldn't even i missed what she said yeah 
So he asked for a Bloody Mary. She said yeah. something. I don't even know if we're meant to hear what she yeah, said. Yeah, I, th- I think we're, I guess I think she we're... said we're out or something. Yeah. And then he so. just loses it completely. And I'm like, okay, that's Nick Cage. That's there you go, right there. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I, I, so I actually laughed at that because I thought it was great from uh, watching the movie point of view. Um, <laughs> but cin- cinematography wise, it was fine, I guess. Um, it's not something I really consciously pay attention to, unless it's really bad. And that's where I'm at with this movie. So. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's it's part of the reason why I hated it. Uh, because there were so many shots that just, I really fucking dislike. Including, by the way, the very beginning opening of the movie where Nick Cage is like putting bottles, lots and lots of bottles into his... Um, oh, that was hilarious. Uh, I love that. Yeah, yes, it's like but dancing the, but, and singing and shit. Sure, but the way it's shot is fucking awful. Oh, okay. Right, it was and, just and tra- you, tracking it, shot. I, yeah, and you can you can say that like, oh, like that's intentional because he's yeah. off the rails and stuff. Like, yeah, I get that, <laughs> but I still didn't like it. Huh, okay, like you would would you prefer like a? I don't like, know what I would prefer. I'm not a filmmaker myself. Just okay. because I know what I don't like doesn't mean I could do it better. All right, right, right. But right? you know, you you didn't like it. I know I didn't like it. That's what right. I can tell you for sure. Okay, okay. At the end, when uh, he was on the, his deathbed, uh, the minute she comes in, is she giving him a handjob right away? Because I feel like her hand was right there on, on his crotch. No, he was trying to jerk off. Right. And then she said, let me do it. Okay. I, I thought she was in the beginning, and then he started to jerk off, then she finish it for him but, but no because no, then no. why would she yeah. say let me do say it say that yeah yeah okay that was yeah that was also very but yeah okay so weird. right so again i'm just gonna say it again because it it, it, it mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's repeating, repeating it seems good to me i hated this movie another <laughs> reason why um is because all right so when you're like when you feel like you're literally dying which he obviously was right mm-hmm. are you, you gonna get a heart don't on? you don't go and also i'm really fucking horny no right because your body is struggling to survive it's not sexy time <laughs> that's not how that works right well, he's like the cage he's quantum cage he's dying <laughs> and hard at the same time <laughs> Uh, it was her magic power. It was her, yeah. her guardian angel power. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, anyone so, else, anyone else in the world in that room, he wouldn't have been hard. But she, yeah, could make so, him hard. So here's here's the other thing, right? He about, was dying, about... and she could make him hard. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say that. Yes, that wouldn't surprise me if that was the filmmaker's intent. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so here's the other thing, right? About that scene, it's that it ties up, like you know. Like, like, imagine, like, your, your, whatever this guy's name was, um... Ben. No, 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 not Ben. The, ben uh, with M- Mike, Mike Figgis, the director and writer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, like, like, you write out the story, the script and everything, and then and you're, like, oh, yeah, oh, and then just before he dies, they fuck. <laughs> and it's so, like, it's a magically good goodbye. Because right. it's mm-hmm. the only time they have sex. Yes, it's yes. the only time. It's, it's the, only the time first and last time. And then... And then, and then it's gonna look like he, he gives up the ghost, but then no, like he wakes up a short time after, and then then like he looks at her, and he's like, "I hit that," 
and dead he dies. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a... Oh, I'm so good. Like, no! No, you're fucking terrible. <laughs> no! Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Yuan, but which one out of you and Mike Figgis has been nominated for Best Director and Best Adapted yeah. Screenplay? Mm. <laughs> Are you saying that... <laughs> that maybe the academy is sometimes full of shit uh i i mean i could be saying that but then i wouldn't <laughs> want to get on the wrong side of the academy of course because so. <laughs> i don't want to send their goons their <laughs> russian mobsters around your house uh, hello is this johan this is yuri <laughs> <laughs> but you're dead no it it, it was a film <laughs> Wait, is that you, Julian Sands, doing a oh bad God. Russian oh. accent? <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was kind of fun. Like, oh, he's it's the, because they, they talk a lot about doing the first or last or first and last thing, but here the sex happens and it's the first and the last time. And and, and I love Cage's imp you know expression. Like, yeah, I hit that. <laughs> yeah but like okay so so again like another reason why i hate the film is also because that's that's portrayed as if it's a thing uh -huh. and to me it's absolutely not a thing at the, the all. sex yes okay <laughs> they could have also, had sex at any point and they just chose not to and the only reason they did now presumably is because he's fucking dying and that's not amazing it's not really sad either it's just stupid wait wait do you think she causes death by not giving him alcohol and his withdrawal killed him or uh, he was going to die anyway because he was very sick and sickly what like if you are like isn't it possible like if you if you're drunk right and you and you have the shakes and you don't drink you could you could die like you need to go to the hospital for that but when you, does she she, does she not takes ever... she takes away the bottle and have sex with him instead. No. Yeah, but he has a drink. Oh yeah, okay. He has a little bit of a drink. Yes, yeah. and, he, and he's been able to drink before she came. It's not like during the five minutes or whatever she's there. Yeah, that, but like, the one time, the one time she took his bottle away, he was he like, dies. I, he died. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh no, no alcohol. Ah, I told you. The one rule is you he's can't like, tell. He's like Binder. He's literally powered by it. And if, he, if he stops, because he, there's not like a single scene where he's on screen where he does not take a drink. Yeah. Every like few seconds, it feels yeah. like. And he was denied for like, you know, these few seconds and his heart knew like, oh shit, I'm not going to get alcohol anymore. Might as well give up now. Like, you know, so it's either that or he was going to die anyway. But you guys are saying he was going to die anyway. He was pretty fucked, man. Yeah, he, like, he goes into his room and he was like, he looked really sickly. And when I had um, pancreatitis, mm -hmm. the the two causes for that um, are, or the two main causes for that are gallstones, which is what I had, or you can have chronic pancreatitis, which is if you drink a lot. Mm. And the doctors constantly, even though we'd established the cause, always, every time I had a new doctor, they would say, Okay, I don't, I don't mean to like pry, but how much do you drink <laughs> every time? And I'm thinking, in amongst all the other like liver problems he's got to have had, yeah. If he had that as well, that's a world of pain. I mean, I, mm. I was not having a good time. Okay, so, so yeah. So he, I he think he's fucked. pretty dead, man. He's pretty yeah. fucked. 
Okay, okay, yeah. And also, it can kill you. The pancreatitis will kill you if it's mm. not treated, so... All right. So, so, but then, then back to Johan. Like, how did he get that hard if he... <laughs> it's gonna die. Anyway. Her magic powers. That's right, yeah. I like I like that over her. She she's a great. I mean, he, he did say like, "See how hard you make me." <laughs> I also love his like. There's so many good quotes he has. Like, I'm a I'm like a prickly pear. I like that one, too. Oh, there was a couple, but I've forgotten what they were. That they will have been in the sixty seconds of Cage. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's presents. Um. Like a prickly pear, and see how hard you make me, Angel. I think those are my favorite ones. <laughs> I'll give you five hundred dollars to come back to my room with me. Oh yeah, that, that, mm. that's a good one. Mm. Um, I also like the the hotel manager in the desert, where she like straight up smiles at them and says, "Oh, we got a lot of screw ups around here." You know, don't lots worry. of fake nice people on this film, which I kind of appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like hostile, passive, aggressive, nice. Yeah, it wasn't fake nice. It was like angry nice. Very American. Yeah, Not don't worry lie. about cutting your pretty little hands on the glass. Just get out of here tomorrow morning. You know, she probably wishes she was uh, pretty enough and young enough to be a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why she's jealous, right? That's why she's angry. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's the only explanation. Not that, that like two fucking losers are smashing up her business. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why she's angry. No, no secretly she's jealous. She's, she's very jealous. You see, that that's the only thing that makes sense here. Oh, there's one more line I just remembered. Uh, giving you my money makes me want to come. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, I didn't like that. Yeah, it looks like I'm with the right. Oh, the, I there's a scene where he um, he gets the flask present from her, and then yes. he he's, he cry he, he like see that's again amazing Kate performance like oh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I'm gonna fill it up right now. Right now, he's so and happy. Even then, he couldn't save this movie. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god. Oh shoot. What, what did you guys think? Um, do, do we do, do we talk about the rape scene that happened later when she leaves uh, the drunk guy, uh, Ben? I mean, I mean it, you want to. It uh, was barely a rape scene. I, I don't know. Uh, okay. It's also, also, like... Okay, so, like, oh, it's, like, her story and whatever and stuff. And, like, I guess it's to show that things are going poorly for her all at the same time and whatever. Mm, mm. But since I didn't care... I also didn't care about that rape scene. I didn't care about her getting evicted. I didn't care about anything. Okay. Right? Because they hadn't given me a reason to care. Because she... Because it's all her own fault, right? Okay, maybe not the rape especially, because any client could technically have raped her, and I don't think that prostitutes deserve to get raped any more than uh, other women. But... Mm. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I... I, I I just didn't have a reason to feel any sympathy for anything that happened to her or him in this movie. Yeah, um, I think we're supposed to feel some sort of sympathy, but again, like um, with the filmmakers, I, I don't see how like they, they didn't make it very clear. They made it like uh, vague and uh, ambiguous. Like uh, you see Nick Cage's picture with his family, right? 
And at one point he says, my boy, my boy, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. So uh, initially I thought that his, his kid died and that's why he's a drunk. But it could be just like his wife left him and took the kid. I don't know. Like, yeah, what, probably. Is that what, what you guys think happened? Yes, there, there is no mention of the kid dying. There right. is mention of him drinking and his wife leaving him. Right. And Aaron, and he doesn't you? know if it's like if he started drinking because his wife left him, or uh, his wife left him and he started drinking. But presumably, mm. he started drinking before. Yeah, I think in my mind, I constructed it as his kid dies, and he starts drinking. Then his wife left him. There is absolutely nothing to. Uh... Yeah, there isn't. There isn't. But I mean, that's the, that's what, what my mind constructed. Yeah, because otherwise it would just be a ridiculous drunk person, which he is, which is why he <laughs> fucking sucks. Okay, okay. I probably made this really sad backstory for him. I think then, you did. Yeah. yeah and I that's think, why I felt for him. I, I was, think oh. your headcanon is more, uh, has more gravitas than the actual mm. film portrays. <laughs> Aaron, did you think that just his wife left him and took the kid and that's why he's just a ridiculous drunk person? Yeah, he was drunk before that, and that's why she left. I, either I mean, they pu- purposely leave it ambiguous, and I don't care either way. It, okay, <laughs> he he did something to cause her to leave him. Whether it was the fact that he was drinking, or maybe he was just a bit of a loser, I don't know. Okay, um, maybe, maybe she it was her much. fault. Maybe she cheated on him or something. Or yeah. we we yeah. don't know. Yeah, but we don't know. All we know is that he's now he's like he drinks so much alcohol he should have probably been dead about three years ago but right yeah and I, I think um, like uh, somebody asks him like what do you drink like this is, uh, Shu's character asks him and he, and he says I don't want to talk about it or like let's not get into it no he's he, he says that he's uh, he doesn't know anymore like he's forgotten why why he's oh, drinking he, all he, he knows he, is that, that he he is going to drink himself to death right like right. that's that's all he knows okay okay Okay, yeah. So which, I, which makes the movie entirely uncompelling. Like that's my point. Like I don't fucking care. Okay, so like drink yourself to death, but do it off screen. So and like make this movie about something else. <laughs> let's go back to Elizabeth Shue and, and her life. Let's let's. Yeah, but he doesn't even care about her. But, mm. that, but no, but maybe I could have been made to care, right? Mm. I mean, presumably I could have been made to care about Cage's uh, character as well if it had been a different movie. But yeah. Mm. like there are there are no redeemable qualities presented for either of the two main characters and there are no like 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 Rakan like you you constructed this narrative on your own right Uh, I didn't I just went with what the movie presented me and the movie presented me nothing that makes me feel like I should care and so I don't okay yeah I thought like they were keeping it vague on purpose and you could construct your own reasons for why you think he would be that sad and, and much, you know, of a drunk. Um, that, that, that's I, how I, 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 I feel it. like this movie is simpler than that. I feel like it's it's um, it's a movie where it doesn't matter how they got to this point, mm. which is why we're, we don't get a clear answer. We, exactly. we are okay. at this point, right? And it's about the portrayal of that point. And my point here is that I don't care about it, right? I don't care about, like... Like, yeah, it's really sad that, like, similar things happen in real life. Like, there are lots of drunk people that, for one reason or another, started drinking and are ruining their lives and the lives of other people. And that's very sad. 
But that doesn't mean I want to watch a movie, especially not this type of a movie about it. Okay, yeah, where he's, you know, a loser and... <laughs> I would much rather watch a movie where the drunk gets help or helps other people, right, despite being addicted or whatever, right? Like, make it interesting in some sort of way. But if it's just about the illness that is alcoholism and portraying that, I would rather watch a documentary. I'm gonna be, gonna be straight up. Mm. So guys, uh, would you recommend this film to other people? Uh, Yuan, I think you've made yourself pretty clear, but yeah, but it's like if, if if you're doing like the um, uh, a Clockwork Orange sort of like you know the eyes like are, are kept open and like you're torturing someone, then like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally recommend it for that purpose. Otherwise, not 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 really. No. Okay, and Rakan, um, it's not for everyone. It's a it's an interesting we- weird movie. And if you like you know Nicolas Cage and you like weird films, watch it. I watch a lot of weird movies, so I, I like it a lot. I personally would say watch Requiem for a Dream. It's got the same vibe, but it's way better. Um. So no, I don't recommend this. No. But I think it's worth watching. But I don't recommend you watch it. <laughs> if that okay. makes any sense. Okay. <laughs> if someone said, oh, I'm going to watch Leaving Las Vegas tomorrow, I wouldn't say, don't do that. I would probably say, oh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> um... I, I was but, worried when you when you told me it was you were having trouble going through it, and I was like, "Oh, oh shit, yeah." The go. start was real hard. The start oh. was, okay. oh, but it as soon as it hits the credit scene, it picked up a bit, and I was like, "Okay, um, mm. yeah." Because I messaged you guys uh, about five minutes in, mm. and was just like, "I'm not, I'm, not, I can't see this being getting any better," and it sort of did. I sort of did warm up a bit to it. So I'm kind of in the middle between your two. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like, I, I, for me, it's more like I got used to suffering because I, I would agree with you. But like, <laughs> mm. you know, when I got to the credits, um, the opening credits, it's like, oh, okay, I guess I am going to be watching this movie. So, <clears throat> right? <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, I said I've said what I need to say. Okay, we've got that out of the way. So now it's time. For the cage gauge, Ooh. how do we rank this film compared to our current reigning champion, which is Color Out of Space, uh, based purely on Nicolas Cage's performance? And as we discussed earlier, we're going to go with how much you enjoyed his performance, although now this is a bit difficult. Mm. Um. It's. It, I still feel like it's an ephemeral thing that's hard to quite nail down. All right, so we're doing this. We're discussing the the how we're but, rating movies on the scale because yes, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's the cage off, right? We're gonna it's, have it's the cage two and, cages and it, enter, one cage leaves. Yeah, and it, it it has to be about Cage's personal performance. I feel yes, yes, but. But I, I feel like it's it's about how much you enjoyed that performance, not necessarily how well acted or not mm-hmm. it was, because I could definitely see a Cage performance that is very terrible, um, if he has those. Wait, wait, are there any but, good Cage like like legitimately good like Nicolas Cage performances? I mean, where... this one won him an Oscar, so you can't get more <laughs> legit than this. Yes, if anything, <laughs> to go by the Academy, some, this some is are top better. tier. Some, I I think we can agree uh, agree that we can agree. 
that we can agree that some of his performances are 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 objectively better than others but are they more mm. enjoyable yeah that's a different question and i feel like that's the question that we're supposed to answer mm. and in this case was his performance more enjoyable in this movie or was mm. it more enjoyable in the color out of space right right exactly okay so Johan, mm-hmm. uh how do you feel i feel very bad thank you for making me watch this movie <laughs> um i you know um it's difficult because, uh, like, I, like I said, I did, uh, I did enjoy his personal performance in this movie, but I, I feel I got more out of it in in the color of space. He's because uh, you're right earlier when you said Rakan that he plays a fairly convincing drunk. I would agree with you, mm-hmm. but that's all he does in this movie. Like he plays the whole range, like crazy drunk, normal drunk, kind of nice drunk. Sure, but only drunk. But I would in, say like in... drunk cage, because if, if you take <laughs> cage out for drinks, eleven <laughs> drinks later, that's that's what we're getting, I think. Yeah, uh, but and so my point here is anyway that in in the Colorado space, um, I feel that there's there's more cage, and I enjoyed it more. I got to see more of his range. That mm. wasn't just like an alcoholic. It was like dad cage and then angry. It was, yeah, it was like cozy, cage. actual cozy dad cage. Like uh-huh. also some redeeming qualities um, yeah. in the character itself, and and then like really like off the deep end towards the end, much more so than, yeah. than in this movie, yeah. where like he was kind of he was Rub- kind Rub- of off the entire movie on purpose. So so Rakan, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Your rating, you're giving it to this film. Yes. I'm I'm giving it to this film, and I want you guys to also give it to this film. Yeah, I understand, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Oh Fuck no! That. Okay. Mm. No, I, I I yeah no, I just didn't enjoy him nearly as much in this movie. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, okay. I think um, that's that's the problem, and that's kind of why I brought it up a little bit again, even though we had a pre-show discussion right about what we were going to do. If it boils down to enjoyment, mm-hmm. it goes to color out of space, hands down regardless of how you quantify it if you were to come up with some magical caginess description mm-hmm. um i think the fact i did not enjoy this uh performance i'm not even going to say the film like the performance was just too much and mm. uh it it kind of put me off and i don't think it was uh it's 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 hard to say but i'm i'm gonna say it was it was close it was better than connie if we're gonna skip ahead a bit but okay. i don't think it beats out color out of space oh man if if this academy award winning performance of cage can't beat color out of space what will have to you know find out next episodes i guess right now <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, nothing maybe the first one we do is just gonna stay king of the hill forever even though rakan is constantly gonna try and vote it down every we're film gonna we're outvote him every time yeah like this film was definitely better than color of outer space <laughs> at least even if i truly think it otherwise so yeah so color of outer space that's our champion then yes sense. okay but this is better than uh conair yeah, how would you say you are? You are? Mm-hmm. Uh, a cage, the cage levels uh, on this one compared to Conair. 
Uh, oh, the cage levels, he said. Yes, that's a very interesting question. I feel that... Um, uh, no, he... Uh, this 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 performance is... Um, uh, better than, than Conair, for sure. Like, more enjoyable. More, more cage. I feel like... As we mentioned in the podcast for Conair, he's very reserved as far as the caginess goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this one, he is kind of one-sided, even if it's one-sided with a bit of range in that side. But at least it's all cage all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it for another episode of The Cage Off. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, we have a Twitter at cageoffcast. Uh, please let us know what you thought of this movie uh, and how wrong Yuan and I were and how right Rakan was and how it was cheated from becoming King of the Hill. Yes, please um, do. And uh, if you don't have the Twitters, um, then you can email us at contact at cageoff.se. Let us know what you think of the movie and the podcast and also any recommendations for upcoming episodes that you want to hear. Yeah, like, like what, what cage movie would you like us to put into the, ca- uh, the rage it, cage, right? Into the rage cage. So, thank you all, and until next time, keep it cagey. Okay, are you ready? Ready. Hi. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Did did, did you you write hi for the outro? No, I haven't actually written the script for this. I've written some notes. Because I heard some clackety. And then I hear you say hi. Goodbye. (laughs) I wrote some notes. I didn't write an actual script. I'll type Uh, it up later. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs)